0: G'day, hello, hola, Gesundheit. If you sneezed, welcome to the punting monologue. Mono meaning one, or a sick BMX move on California <laughs> games. <laughs> Log meaning a discarded trunk, branch, or billet. Or in this case, it's a savvy analyst and an income banging on about nags. Brought to you, as always, by Mintbet and Mint Sports. Download the app today, punters. Give it to yourself for Christmas. Go on, do it. You've earned it. On there you can subscribe and rate and chat away until your wee little heart's content. Sonny Munn here, ready to put the duh in data. And with me as always, or more accurately, I'm with him. The man so fastidious in his preparation that he puts the anal in analyst, it's Dr. (laughs) Benjamin Clifton. I've just given you a doctorate. You're an honorary doctor. Congrats, Benny. Good to
1: be here, mate. Good. For those who haven't listened to our other podcast was the we covered mooney valley in another one so if you're interested in the melbourne racing head over there and have a listen to that and we've given some tips and hopefully some winners
0: and also what was a thinly veiled apology from our analyst last week <laughs> that we didn't get the chocolates didn't quite fall on his sword it was a
1: tough old saturday
0: last oh, week oh it was a tough saturday and oh, you know i just went with me gut look mate we can't cash in your excuses. Let's get some winners for the punters out there, mate. We are in Brisbane this Saturday, more precisely, Doomben. How's the the weather and the track shaping up in
1: God's country, mate? Yeah, so the weather during the week's good. There's gonna be a little bit of rain on Saturday, maybe in the Arvo, but hopefully it's not enough to affect the uh, racing. Rails at zero point five meter mark. It's out. Okay. So
0: half a meter in the old parlance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and one. <laughs> I know my racing, mate. It shouldn't have too much of an impact. Dooman's a real a track where you need to be up on the speed because it's a tight-turning track compared to Eagle Farm. So we're going to be concentrating on backing horses that are you know on speed, drawing the rail, so if your rail's in run, it's a significant advantage. So that's where we'll be concentrating our efforts.
0: All right, fantastic. I reckon we get straight into it, mate. The first is over 1,600 metres. Apologies to anyone listening, I do have a severe lisp. I just decided my tongue was a porterhouse steak and bit straight through it, so we'll see if every bloody horse has an S in its name. As we continue on <laughs> race one, we've got the top weight coming in at favoritism slightly. Irish Playboy sounds like a bad joke. That one, an Irish Playboy, put the condom on the outside of the pants. Indian Dreamer coming in at three ninety, so dapper at four sixty, and sagacious. Well, oh, I like that. I like the name sagacious a lot. Mm. Leading double figures, and then the field. So, are we having a look at anything here, mate?
1: Yeah, we are at odds. Mm. Go through the speed map quickly because this is yep. probably vital to my selection. Uh, there's not a lot of tempo in the in the race. I've got So Dapper going to the front. Sagacious probably pushing forward now. It's getting up to a decent trip, and then Irish Playboy, and Indian Dreamer, all all be sort of midfield, worst of midfield. So I don't think they'll go quick here. I'm sort of steering away from that lead up that Irish Playboy and Indian Dreamer are coming out of uh, at Eagle Farm a couple of weeks ago. Just I didn't rate that well that race. There wasn't a lot of margins. They didn't come home all that well. I just querying. In that form line so i'm gonna tip sagacious here number seven
0: yes i like <laughs> it i do
1: coming out of a race one by you called it who's a really promising horse up in queensland didn't really go its way last start up to 1600 meters suits so i think they'll push forward with the lack of speed in this race in the race and this horse really thrives once it gets to a mile so i think at the double figure price sagacious each way is the, the bet in this race because i've got a real query over the form line of the top few in the market
0: Mate, I love that. You're our resident racing sage. You're wise, shrewd and discerning, so I I like that. You're leaning into it. You're leaning into sagacious at double figure odds early. I love it. Nice little start to the day, hopefully. Oh, yeah, that'd be really tasty. Let's dive into race two, where we've got Greek hero at favouritism. Then we've got Steinbrenner. Big Stein. Yeah, I knew you'd get a hold of that one. (laughs) Just chomping through the calzones at 650. (laughs) (laughs) How <laughs> <laughs> good! I uh, hope, hope he's in the uh, the pinstripes then the New York Yankees silks. That'd be handy. Outback Gladiator at seven fifty. Then we got Tappy's Lad and Namakwa at eight bucks a pop. It's pretty even field this actually, because Savvy Oak comes in at eight fifty before we start hitting double figures.
1: Yeah, yeah, the market is pretty flat. I'm going for the favourite here, Greek Hero. There's probably, there's a little bit of tempo on the race. I've got Hostage of War, Chocolatier going forward, Savvy Oak will push forward. And so I think Greek Hero is the play here. It's coming out of some much stronger races than this Benchmark 78. It was against Street Dancer in a quality, open quality. I ran fourth behind, gave us up in an open quality. Back to a Benchmark 78. It does go up in weight, but drawn barrier one, I think they can sit midfield, hopefully a little bit closer. And I think it's got a class edge on the rest in the field. So I'm with Greek Hero. Hero here on the backup. They have the rest. Steinbrenner. If it does back up from Wednesday, he's dropping in weight. Probably got map queries. Probably the horse that is likely to be like, liked by the market is Outback Gladiator down the bottom. Only 52 kilos in, in a distance race like this. Decent record at the track, but I just think it lacks the class of a horse like Greek Hero. So I'm going Greek Hero here. I think it's the class runner in the race, and I think there's enough ticks in the box there to get it home.
0: Greek hero it is in the second. Race three over 1,600, we've got the 4X City to Surf Plate. Oh, love the way that booze sponsors a healthy <laughs> event. In the field, we've got the top weight at favouritism, Soothsayer. That's along the sagacious lines. We're starting to hit a theme here. Then comes West of Africa at 3.50, 5.50 is pocket full, Mashani Spartan at 8.50, and Tyresa at 12.
1: Yeah, and the main three in the market here being Soothsayer, West of Africa, and Pocketful, all coming out of the same race. That Soothsayer won two weeks ago at Eagle Farm. Soothsayer got the absolute perfect run on that occasion. Probably likely he had a nice run again, but I just think I'm going to go with West of Africa because I think it is a better horse. It probably doesn't have as much going for it in terms of map. But I think ability-wise, it's got a clear ability gap on Soothsayer, I think. A bit more improvement at this stage of their campaign as well. So West of Africa is third up here, ready to run well up to the mile. It'll probably have to go back to near enough to last from Barrier 9, but I've got enough tempo in the race through Soothsayer and Pocket Full that it can come over the top. So yeah, West of Africa, it's the best horse in the race. little negative with the map, but there's enough there to make it a bet. $3.60 is a decent price for mine at this stage, uh, Sonny.
0: Yeah, nice. Am I recalling correctly that you tipped West of Africa last time out?
1: Yeah, and it was probably just, uh, the market suggested it was probably a run short, got back again on that occasion, flew home and Sousay just had that perfect run uh, up on speed, which is probably going to be a similar scenario here, but you're paying a premium with Sousa at the moment, $2.30, I think that's tight in the market, I can't imagine it starting any shorter than that, so uh, West of Africa for mine at uh, a better price than what they're offering about Sousay. We'll
0: check in next week, because this could be a case of you being human and the ego getting in the way here, (laughs) when your back's something one week and you want to go again i'm trying not to be like that but
1: it's just a, no it's that's a nice fine twice is a
0: pattern though mate we've got to be wary but i'll keep i'm gonna keep you honest for the punters out there all right let's move on to race four mate the 1050 meter membership plus handicap at favoritism we've got number six hidden wealth billionaire baby coming in at 480 billionaire misspelled without the e at the end Eh,
1: Controversial
0: I'm sure it's likely for effect But I don't care for it All that pizzazz (laughs) at 550 And then it's just double figures the rest So it looks like a field of three Am I right in thinking that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a race that's really tricky. If one, yeah. I learned one thing at Sportsbet was that the Doomben 1050 is a really tricky start. It's right on the turn. So as soon as they jump, they're turning and the barrier advantage to like horses in Barriers 1, 2 and 3 is huge and right. and, and on pace as well. If you have a look at where the main horses in the market are drawn, Hidden Wealth, the favourite, drawn Barrier 6, but it's a horse who gets back. You don't want to be back in the field over 1050. Billionaire Baby it's a better horse at 1,400 metres from Barrier 13 and it's going to go out the back. And all that pizzazz has drawn barrier 12 so it's going to be in no man's land as well so Crikey. they're taking up so much percentage of the market but i just couldn't find a horse to back I, um there's no doubt they're the best horse mm. in the race if if all that pizzazz had a drawn a gate i would have been all over it but uh, yeah it hasn't and unfortunately there's no bet here because it's just it's too too tough The ma- and all the all the best horses in the race map so poorly so uh, i think we move on to race five
0: Shouldering arms there and rightly so we go into the BJ McLaughlin over 1200 a little bit further for the two year old so what's going on with this race because these horses only had a couple of runs each are they? And, and how do you assess form if that's the case?
1: yeah the two-year-old horses and so they're getting ready for the magic millions in a few weeks time so yeah i mean there's enough to go on with this field that can sort of separate them but yeah it is easier to inform when uh you've got a bigger sample size
0: i'll fly through the market then anyway we've got miss
1: cooter at 240
0: currently at favoritism the novelist at 440 excel at nine and at 950 we've got works with an x see what they did there then there's a slew of runners at tens and then a couple of really outside chances
1: yeah and it's pretty narrow field i mean miss Cooter's the favorite two dollars 40 she's won by spaces at her first two runs she's had a break since then and like one by seven and a half links on debut, one by five and a quarter on at her second start and very impressive, but the times just weren't there to stamp her a real superstar. If she had a run time you would have been all right, she'd be a dollar twenty chance here. But she hasn't run time, she gets a good plus jockey, but I think there's just enough query with her first up at 1,200 metres to leave her alone. I'm, I'm not convinced she's as good as what she's looked to the eye at her first two runs. So I went looking elsewhere. I looked at the Novelist, which is a Waterhouse bot horse. Mm-hmm. Impressive at Kemble Grange, one by five lengths. Time was pretty good. For the class, I just, if I had to tip one, it would be the novelist, but there wasn't enough there for me to go, all right, it can definitely beat Miss Cooter. So I left it alone and ended up just shouldering arms again. But there wasn't sort of a strong enough case for me to push it ahead of Miss Cooter. But if I had to choose one, it would be the novelist, but it's going to watch this race because it's very interesting considering the predicament that, we find ourselves with miss kudo that she's looked like a superstar but the times just haven't been there to to back it up
0: okay great so that's definitely one for the uh the astute punters to keep an eye on while i go to the bar Rake six over 1350 <laughs> we are looking at paladas Paladus. ah who knows paladas. paladas paladas look at that paladas at favorite here
1: old nemesis am mine
0: oh really Ah, uh, see, the ego is gonna get in the way He's been a costly conveyance Really? What, as in you've never backed it and it's won Or you've backed it and it's lost What's happening?
1: Backed it and it's lost yeah. Just can't catch it on the right day
0: Yeah, right Okay, well, I wonder if you'll be burnt twice shy so at 280 pallidus but we know that's going to burn benny if he backs it so get on something else we got petronius at 380 joviality at 440 then enterprise pom p-o-m-m-e so i don't think it's an englishman at six then there's a huge gap in the market to magnus bellagio at 14 and the rest are a bit blown out so are you you tempted to get back on for the right day on pallidus
1: no i think he had his birthday last start he was first up at eagle farm got the job done there
0: God, there's a few having birthdays the last couple of weeks, aren't there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going with a horse called Petronius. Yeah, yeah. He's only he's only had two runs for the new camp, Barry Lockwood, and he's just jumped out of the ground. He's been huge in both runs. Ran second to a horse called called Calder, who came out last week and bolted in heavily back. So this will push forward from barrier 10. 1,350-metre start. It's a really long run to the first turn, so I'm not worried about that. I think it'll be able to cross from that barrier 10 and find the lead. I just think the form line's strong. It's flying. Gets a good map, ticks all the boxes, and it'll be off and gone before Paladas has got out, is my feeling. So I'm with Petronius. Paladas, logical favourite, but as I mentioned, I think it got favours last start to, to get the job done and drawn well, which you need to be at Doomben. But yeah, I'm just thinking that Petronius' form line is that little bit stronger.
0: Fair enough. I, I just realised I haven't got an Oman bet out of the way yet, and I've just scoured the field here. This could, I'm not locking it in, but it could be a chance. Doctor, why not at 26 to one? Mainly just because I would really love that to be my GP. Like, just, (laughs) hey, Doc, any chance you could get me out of work and prescribe some more opioids? (laughs) Why not? Thanks, Dr. Why not. Maybe that's the doctor I've given you. You've got the honorary doctor of why not.
1: The knee bone's connected to the something.
0: The something's connected to the red thing. The red thing's connected
1: to my wristwatch. Uh-oh.
0: Race seven. We're going over 1,600. We've got a tight field odds-wise. Just on the market, this looks really tough to pick, so I'm not sure if you're going to be able to find us a candidate. But let me have a quick run-through of a few of the single-figures runners. We've got Arameo I'm going to go with. Uh, sounds pretty good. should have said it with more confidence at 390. Just outside of that at 460, we've got Zoo de Moon. And then, speaking of moons, we've got Skyman at fives. Lad at six. London Banker, rhyming slang for many London bankers I know, at 850. <laughs> and then it's Pl- Plenty of action in double figures.
1: What about number eight? Are you going to have a go at that?
0: I'm going to say the D is silent and go, Senefer.
1: Yeah, 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 you've done well. Close enough? You're a scholar. Yeah? yeah, well done.
0: <laughs> you beauty. What is it? Lanolin. You gotta it like a Lanolin, like, like
1: sheep's wool. All right, what do you fancy? London banker will be. Okay, push forward, but I don't know if it'll get close enough to Moon. I think the favourite Arameo will be midfield. Skyman will be a forward of midfield. Probably get a really nice run. But I'm with Arameo here. It's coming out of two strong races uh, up in Sydney, which were worth a lot of money. Rated okay. It was big odds on that occasion. This is a significant drop in class. I think barrier three will suit it. Maybe hopefully Ash Morgan can just settle it a little bit closer from that barrier three than it has it's past couple of runs and it's a dead set dry track of this horse so we need the rain to stay away and hopefully it hasn't hit by the time race seven comes around so I'm with Arameo. Zuda Moon would be the other horse I would entertain, I just think it's, it's not really up to this class normally but given the map favours it's going to get such a soft lead with Craig Williams on board I think it'll be hard to run down so but I'm with Arameo, I think it'll come over the top
0: Thank you Dave. keeping one eye on the precipitation because it does like it dry. Race eight, the Falvalon stakes. Hey, I remember that
1: horse, Falvelon, superstar. He was the up horse. Benny, the
0: first time I reckon I ever went to the track, I'm thinking late '90s with my brother in Brisbane with his girlfriend's family at the time, and I remember putting everything I owned basically, which is like all of about nine bucks, on Falvelon <laughs> in the. I remember this
1: vividly because it. Did he get the job done?
0: Absolutely brained him at about $3, bucks, 3 bucks 50 And I, I can distinctly remember thinking, how easy is this? Just <laughs> tripling your money. I remember it vividly. And I also remember it because I'm pretty sure it's the last time I ever backed a winner. But I remember <laughs> favalon fondly. Oh, he was fondly. a star.
1: Yeah, he was a star for sure. Real sprinter, yeah? I think you got the timeline right as well. Late 90s. Oh, well,
0: I know I did. Yeah, that's where I was.
1: Everyone remembers their last winner, don't
0: they? Well, when it's your only winner, definitely. All right, so we got a few to look at in the field here. The favourite is Garibaldi. If you know your uh your Italian generals Giuseppe Garibaldi helped unify the nation in the 1800s king of Sparta I'm tipping there leaning towards Leonidas there who uh, was big in the Battle of Thermopylae we've got zeeththus which I believe was maybe one of Zeus's twins he's coming in at 950 shooting for golds up there at five there's a few hang on there's another one in here somewhere oh Lord Olympus hello
1: more Greek mythology it's all happening this can't be a coincidence have you like done research for that or that is that just off the top of your head
0: I read a book once I read a book once yeah, okay. Yeah. The
1: dictionary. <laughs> All right. Hit me. This is too hard. This is way too hard. Yeah, right. Garibaldi, I think, is getting to his max ratings-wise. I think he's he sort of found his level. He can definitely win, but I wouldn't want to get involved at the at that price at the moment. 440. King of Sparta, he's a really nice horse. I think they're targeting the Magic Millions in a couple of weeks, so wouldn't want to be involved there. I think it will be at the back as well. Shooting for gold was really good first up, but he's probably got some map issues from the middle gate. Where do they go? Do they go forward? So there's just enough queries there. I don't know, you know which horses are actually targeting this race. So which horses are using as a prep race So it was enough for me just to say Nah, too hard, feels too big, let's move on
0: Fair enough too I've got a sneaky suspicion This one might be wrong But I've got a sneaking suspicion that a Garibaldi is an Italian cocktail as well And it's a really shit one Like Campari and OJ or something
1: (laughs) The listeners can write in have we got somewhere for them to ride into?
0: Yeah, yeah. Answers on a postcard, guys. If you're coming in from Naples, let us know how you go. So we go to the last now, race nine. These are always an absolute nightmare to pick. And there's a thousand horses in this one. We've got the top weight at Arenti at 340. Dovetail Diva at 550. Deep Rouge, that's red in my language, at seven. Preach! Oh my goodness, Preach's Silks? Have you seen this shirt? What, what has it got on there? Let's. Holy dooly. Mate. Zoom in on this thing. So it's basically, well, you've got a red sleeve, a green sleeve, and a fluoro yellow top, and it's dead set. It looks like something you'd see at a taco joint. No, nah,
1: hang on. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm, I'm reading the... It's
0: got a big sombrero scenario on the front, on the chest.
1: I'm reading the colours here. It goes yellow with an uh, amigo character.
0: Yeah, amigo It Dead set looks like he, he's a waiter at
1: Taco <laughs> Bell. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. I'm on preach. I love this. Preach at nine bucks. Get on board on the last, surely. Later, there you are. I will have the enchilada platter with two tacos
1: and no guacamoles, Mike. Yeah, Chief, I'll take a chinchilla. I don't get it. Tacos? They think I'm Mexican. You're not Mexican? This is too hard this race, but what I want to talk about here is the toppy here R and T, mm. which you know controversial name, but controversial jockey engagement as well. This is a horse who's so well in the weights, but they've still decided to put an apprentice jockey, the the premier Queensland jockey Ryan Maloney at the moment hasn't got a ride. He could have ridden this horse. He did ride at last start, and I just can't understand why they put a jockey who goes at such a poor strike rate on this horse. So if Maloney was riding it, I'd be all over it. But because right. uh, they've gone with the jockey they've gone with i have to stay out and leave it alone so that's the end of our our doom and preview for now
0: absolutely fantastic well there's enough there to get us home early on in the piece let's just run through all the highlights race one we're on the beautifully named Sagacious, probably each way there at Double Figure Odds. Race two, we've got the Greek hero, sign of things to come with lots of mythology in this one. We're going against Big Stein. Number three, you're sticking with your ego and going west of Africa. Race four. Race four, tough gates for the favourites here, so we're going to leave it alone. We're also leaving race five alone, but race six, we're back on board with, I'm going to go again, Pilatus Peladus. God damn it. He had his birthday, so we're off him. Petronius jumped out of the ground, which sounds like a very difficult barrier draw the last time out. Race seven, we need it to be a dry track for Arameo after some great results in Sydney because there is no speed in that race. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Races eight and nine are way too hard. Lots of historical figures. There's an apprentice on the favourite in the last, but I think we should all get on our knees, put our hands together and preach for Tex-Mex. I love that. That is my omen for sure.
1: I think you've summed that up pretty well. I think if you ha- if I had to label one, as my best bet to be Petronius, just a high percentage okay. play, going to lead absolutely flying. So Petronius, okay, those selections can uh, give us a profitable day after a complete disaster last week.
0: Oh, he's owned up to it. You beauty. (laughs) 20 minutes in, he's fallen on the sword. Fair enough. You got it here first. They're all your races, They're all your winners. Race six, number three, Petronius, is your best bet in Dooman today. If you're listening on a Saturday, tomorrow on a Friday. Sunday, too late. You missed out on cash. Massive thanks to everyone who is listening and a huge thanks to Mintbet and Mint Sports. On behalf of Benny and myself, have a great Christmas, enjoy your Boxing Day test, and remember the best way to have fun is to punt within your means. So set yourself an amount limit and bloody well stick to it, guys. Good luck, punters. Good luck. Yes.